What's up, what's up, unknown fam? Welcome back to the show. A big welcome to all those who are tuning in for the first time. I'm sending all my love to you all on this beautiful Sunday. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. We are walking into the last week of October, and after that, there's two months left of 2021. So it's been a crazy year, man. It's been insane. I hope this last week was really good for you guys. I hope you guys achieved some things. Um, last episode we spoke of grief so this past week has been another heavy week for me mentally just a lot of thoughts going through my head a lot of reflections which is a good thing so today's episode is going to be really really reflective of that what i want to talk about today is when you're feeling stuck in life okay when you're trapped in a certain phase in your life or you're trapped in a certain cycle and you're trying to move on to a new phase or a new lifestyle, a new kind of way of living. I do want this episode to serve those people who are feeling that way because I think we all kind of experience that at one point in another. And funnily enough, a lot of the reflections that I've had about this topic is from the grief that I've been feeling over the past week. So it's going to be a heavy episode, guys. I'm not going to lie. We're definitely going to need our tea. Grab your drink and let's jump into our episode. So you're feeling stuck in a certain phase in your life, in a certain way of living, in a certain uh, kind of cycle in your life, and you're trying to move on to the next phase, right? A new phase of your life, and you don't know what to do. The first question that I want to pose to you guys is what are you attached to? Okay. Um, When we talk about attachment, it's something that I keep coming across and have yet to dig deeper into. It's definitely something that I need to do a bit more homework on. But through my grief and my research of grief, it, it seems to be popping up in different ways, just random ways, whether it's on my newsfeed. And again, I've, I've yet to actually look into attachment. Um, but when we talk about grief, as mentioned in the previous episode, right? Uh, grief being a natural response or reaction that is caused by a sense of loss and or change to experience or feel a sense of loss or change there must be a certain level of attachment right Uh, whether it's to the people that we love whether it's to you know certain things we love a certain lifestyle we love certain mentalities we're comfortable in Um, it may even be like a a time in our lives that we love and, and want to live in as long as we can even though it's past so We are all attached to something, okay? We are all attached to things. And it is worth identifying what we are attached to and the degree in which we are attached to it. Now, as I mentioned with this topic, a lot of these reflections and lessons that I've learned are through my grief. So I'm gonna be using that as an example to explain attachment. So let's take the, the loss of a loved one, right? The loss of a loved one is so great because the attachment is so great okay the loss and the grief is equivalent to the love and the attachment that we have to that person and on the the surface um that loss that we experience that grief is connected to you know we think of the loss of their physical presence in our lives right the the uh hearing their voice and laughter or feeling their embrace or knowing that they're present in physical form right they're here with us there's that attachment to their physical presence in our lives, the scene, if you like, right? Now, if we go deeper, we find that 
As well as being attached to their physical presence in our life, we are also attached to the memories we have with them. We're attached to the way they make us feel, the love that we feel with or from them, the lessons that they teach us or taught us. Uh, we can call these things the unseen, okay? So I think when we begin to understand attachment, we inevitably, right, or must inevitably face the challenge and the importance and the necessity of letting go. Okay, so if we take the same example of losing a loved one where we understand our deep attachment to them in both, you know, the seen and the unseen, we come face to face with the reality of mortality, at least in a physical sense, right? Uh, essentially the circle of life. We're born, we live, we die, right? And we come to understand this type of change. Change is constant and it is beyond our control. And that type of loss is a certain type of change. So loss then, at least in this form, becomes something we must accept and something that we choose to use in our journey. Okay, so when we say letting go, guys, as you guys know, it's not my strong suit. I'm like, I hold on to as much as I can. Uh, letting go is something I've, I've always struggled with. It's I even hate that saying, especially when we talk about grief and losing our loved ones. Um, you know, in my head or how I've always struggled with it is like, how, how can I let go of this person, of, of losing this person that I love so much? I don't want to let go, right? What's really happening there is this internal struggle with attachment, okay? You're afraid of the chains, you're afraid of accepting the loss of this person in your life. Your world as you know it is being destroyed, is crumbling. So what will this new world look like after this change? So not only are you holding on to this person, but you're you're also holding on to a certain perception of your life as it is or was with them. Okay? I hope that makes sense. Now from here, I think it's a powerful question to ask is, are the things that we are attached to, in fact, ours in the first place, okay? Do they belong to us, right? So again, using the example of losing our loved ones, um, and perhaps this is where faith actually can guide us in understanding this type of loss. When we ask ourselves that question, does this, you know, is the thing that I'm attached to, this loved one that is passing away, that is leaving, mine to begin with? Is it mine to begin with? Does it belong to me? Does this person belong to me? The answer is no. The answer is no. As much as we love our loved ones and want to hold on to them forever, we must admit that they do not belong to us and they belong to our creator, right? So our creator gave them life, blessed us and the world with their presence and light and takes them home when he calls them. We have no say, we have no control over the timing and we also have no right to claim what was never ours in the first place. Um, and we eventually come to understand that the unseen, those memories that we have of our loved ones, the love that they shared and that we share with them, the lessons that they taught us um, remain, right? The essence of our loved ones continue to live with, with us and through us. And that every moment that we had with them was a gift to be thankful for. Right? You miss their physical presence in your life, but you know that their spiritual presence is carried through you and with you, right? To me, that 
kind of that makes sense in letting go, right? Letting go of the part of them that can't stay, but holding on to the part of them that is mine, right? The memories that I have of them are mine. The love that I have with them, for them, from them is mine. Um, now, when we talk about your perception of life as it was or is, right? Not even just in this example of a loved one, just in general. When we talk about your perception of life as it is or it was and the fear of change, this is where exponential like growth sits, huge growth sits. And you need to understand that attaching ourselves to certain phases in life and certain mentalities that come with those phases go against the very nature of life and change, okay? We're not meant to stay the same despite being creatures of habit. Attachment to certain phases in our life, to certain things that keep us in certain phases in life, keep us stuck in those phases and cycles. So if you feel stuck in your life, it is most likely because you're attached to something that is actually keeping you in that certain phase or certain reality or time. Um, our external world and the possibilities available to us in our external world are subject to the level or the frequency or state our mind and internal world is in, okay? Um, like, how, how are you going to attract and manifest and create a new, like, new level of thinking if you're li like, sorry, new level of living, if your level of thinking is the same as it was 10 years ago. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, it's not gonna happen. Your, your mentality is, is outdated and it's not keeping up with the reality of, of how things are now. So I think it is worth asking ourselves, like are your attachments yours, first of all? Are they yours? Uh, are they even meant for you, right? So when you submit to attachment, especially when you submit to attachment to the things that are not for you, you cease learning and growing and recreating your reality and your life. And this, I feel anyway, that's my opinion, is true death. When you stop growing and learning and expanding as a person because you're, you've become stagnant. Um, so again, going back to the example of a loved one, right? I can attach myself to the memories that I have of my loved ones, their love, their lessons that they taught me because those are mine but attaching myself to their physical being uh, doesn't make sense. It, it's not mine. It was never mine in the first place. Therefore, attaching myself to it would result in bitterness, in their absence, uh, sadness, and stagnancy if I allow myself to stay stuck in what was, right? And our loved ones wouldn't want that for us. Um, you know, I'm sure they lived their life like there was no tomorrow and they would want the best for us too. So in a way, by moving forward, in the next phase of our life and living that to the fullest, we honor our loved ones in that way, okay? So I hope that kind of, you know, kind of breaks down attachment in a basic form. Another thing that I feel keeps you stuck in a certain cycle or phase is constantly being in survival mode, okay? Uh, I did actually do a little bit of research on survival mode and that was pretty interesting and they called it survival brain, right? So they explained that survival mode is actually a state of the brain. Um, and when your brain is in survival mode, right? When you're in survival brain, you're extremely focused on the self. 
uh, you're constantly in fight or flight mode. There's almost like this constant sense of like threat and danger. And because of that, it's very rigid, right? You're very closed off as you would be if everything's a threat. You're kind of like it's defense mode, right? Defense mechanism. But when by being closed off in that way, right? You're closed off to learning, you're closed off to expanding. There's a certain lack of trust in others and yourself. And survival brain is also a, it's very single-minded. It's a single way of thinking. It is not open to change, okay? If your level of thinking is constantly in this state of survival, you're going to stay stuck in this way. It's kind of like, you know, like a children's train toy you know how it just goes around in that same circle over and over again gets the same views gets the same that's pretty much what you're like when you're in survival brain now the opposite of survival brain is learning brain okay and when your brain is in a learning brain state you're open to learning you're open to growing and expanding you're comfortable and safe enough to take on new ideas and try them out and learn from mistakes right it's your state of mind is more fluid and more open and if your brain is in this learning state you're going to expand in your growth and in your life and you attract and embrace change as a natural law that you can use to create and recreate new realities for yourself right so the easiest way that i could put it when we talk about survival brain and learning brain it's pretty much mental poverty versus mental abundance so for those who we're raised in trauma and chaos or in unstable homes, if you like. Survival brain can often become our default state, okay? And that is so not healthy. It's not very wise. It's not logical to constantly be and live in this state of survival, okay? The survival brain is actually trying to protect you. It's actually a useful mechanism. Um, but it's not a certain, it's not a state that you should constantly be living in, okay? One, because it's freaking exhausting, but also two, because it's unnecessary. Like, take off your armor and chill, dude. Like, you, you don't constantly have to be in that state. There's a lot of stress. It's definitely not healthy for you. If that's the case, right? If we were raised in a lot of trauma and we're constantly in survival brain and that's got us stuck in this single way of thinking and this constant cycle of the same problems different day, we have to reprogram our brain and break that train track, okay? And we do so by healing our trauma and breaking those generational curses. What is the alternative? Like the, the alternative of, of, is pretty much being stuck in that state of survival and that way of living. And again, you don't grow, you don't expand, you don't change and true death to me, that is true death. So you can either feel sorry for yourself and stay stuck or you can smash the shit out of that train track. It's really up to you, okay? It may even be that you're attached to that way of thinking and living. Like you're so used to it, you were raised in um, a kind of environment that that has become your default, that you're so comfortable with it, that that's your norm. If chaos, drama and trauma is the norm, you'll accept it as the norm, okay? And that's why your brain will constantly be in that state. But the truth is, is that that is not normal and it does not have to be. Stop limiting yourself and start opening your mind to see the bigger picture and the bigger beautiful possibilities available to you because they're there, right? You just got to let go of the old reality and the old mentalities that are attached to it 
and open yourself up to embrace the new. Okay, so um, that's really my spiel for the day. When it comes to being stuck in certain phases and certain ways of living, it really does come down to the things and the people and the lifestyle, more so the mentality that we're attached to. We need to understand those attachments and you know, really decide if they're serving us in this new phase or not, if they're going to serve us in this new phase or not. Um, really mastering the art of letting go. And again, I, I don't really like the phase letting go, but I do think it really depends on your interpretation and what you feel comfortable with when it comes to letting go, okay? When it comes to loved ones, like, you know, the grief that I'm experiencing right now, I don't like letting go. I will never let go of the people that I love. Um, but I'm wise enough to understand that there is a certain part that I do have to let go of, which is their physical sense, but not their spiritual sense ever, you know? Um... And also really like ask yourself, are you in survival mode? I think that's very like a really dangerous type of mentality to be in if you're constantly in survival mode, man. Like you don't have to live that way, you know? Um, like I was I was raised in a, a, the type of home I got moved around a lot. You know, we never stayed in a place longer than a few years. I don't know how many times we got evicted. We, we It was incredibly unstable and that was the norm. So I felt like I was constantly in survival mode. So when I moved to Australia, I really had to reprogram my brain to stop feeling like I was constantly um, under threat. I was constantly having to survive. Um, you don't constantly have to survive. You you can thrive, right? But you have to reprogram your brain and face that trauma um, that you have experienced in order to open your brain up to abundance. Okay, so enough from me, guys. Take a sip of your drink. We're going to run through the tips and takeaways as usual. what do we do what can we do if we're stuck in a certain phase in a certain way of living in a certain lifestyle and we're trying to break through and move on to a new way of living a new phase a new mentality essentially all right so my first tip or takeaway is to understand your attachments okay you need to ask yourself these questions what am i attached to and what degree am i attached to them are these attachments even mine okay do they belong to me um if i stay attached to these things can i move forward into this next phase of life is it even possible to do that if not right and i have to let go of these attachments what does letting go mean to me okay how can i let go in a way that is healthy or in a way that feels right to me okay I'm going to repeat it again. Letting go is not a freaking easy thing for me to do, but I am starting to grasp a certain understanding of it, right? It really depends on what feels right to you. But I think the main thing is really, really, really understanding what you are attached to, because if you are feeling stuck, there is something, whether it's a certain habit, a certain people, certain mentalities, certain way of living, certain way of doing things that you are attached to that are keeping you in that phase that no longer serve you anymore and may not serve you in this next phase of life. So, you know, you need to you need to kind of decide that for yourself and, and understand what you're attached to. Uh, tip or takeaway number two is that your external world is a reflection of your internal world, okay? It is a mirror image of your internal world. So 
more questions that I want to pose is what, what mentalities of yours are outdated and no longer serving you and why? Okay, only you can answer those questions and you have to be really honest with yourself to get to the core of it. Um, is your mental state a reflection of what you want your life to look like? Right, again, you can't, you can't manifest anything in your external world if your internal world is not reflecting that, is, is not in line with that. You've got to balance the two out and line that up, okay? You can't half-step this shit. You really have to be honest with yourself and get your internal world right to be able to um, shape your external world is what I'm trying to say, okay? With every new phase or level in your life, you got to let go of certain things that aren't for you anymore and take only what is for you. Because the reality is in every phase in life, you're going to have new lessons and new challenges that you have to confront. And some of that old shit that you're carrying, whether it's mentalities, you know, ways of doing things, ways of coping, is going to hold you back and hinder your growth in this new phase. Okay, so again, it's it's that kind of process of getting rid of the old to make way for the new. Okay, but it's just making sure that if you've got this vision of yourself externally, right, your internal world has to reflect that. There has to be a balance between the two worlds. Okay. Third tip or takeaway is to stay fluid and stay open. Okay. Don't be in survival brain where it's rigid and you're not willing to learn anything and you know it's just kind of like single one track, right? Uh, learning isn't a constant gathering of hoarding of information and one way of kind of going about things, right? One line that you're constantly going around in the same circle. Learning is actually a, a complex process of obtaining and dissecting and sharing, deconstructing and reconstructing information, okay? so. Stay fluid and open mentally so that your life will stay fluid and open too. All right. Um, so those are my three tips or takeaways. But another side note that I want to kind of just throw in there, which I've, I've, I constantly think about through all these reflections, because it, like I said, all of these reflections that I've spoken about today have really come through my grief, which to me is a beautiful thing that, that reflections as liberating and beautiful as that can come from something so hard and, and sad and dark as grief is um, that life is so precious. Life is so precious and you you know you never know how long you have left. Um, you've only got one life and so it's too short to be stuck in one phase to keep yourself stuck in one phase constantly, right? You want to continue growing. You want to continue flourishing and you know, fulfilling whatever purpose you have in you. Like the, the fact that you are feeling stuck in the first place is an indication that you've got more to give to the world, that you've got something in you that you know needs to be used and needs to be shared and needs to be shown. So it is your responsibility to unearth that and to break through this kind of stuckness that you're feeling in. Um, and the motivation to do that should be that this is your life and you only got one shot and it's so short. It's too short to be stuck in the same kind of cycle of insanity. You know, you deserve better than that. You need to believe that you deserve better than that. And only you can break that cycle, break that bloody train track and really create the life that you envision for yourself that you know that you deserve. Um, and not just for you too, for your loved ones as well, right? Um, your parents, your family, your, your children, um, it's it's a lot bigger than 
you and and kind of the things that are holding you back so maybe maybe that tip will help as well um but guys that's our episode for today um i love you guys i appreciate you guys listening in i would love to hear your feedback if you have any questions or um you know if anyone actually who's listening has had has done a bit more homework about attachments i would love to to have a chat because again it's it's just something i've seen like it's something i've just keep scrolling past and haven't actually looked into and my mind kind of grasped onto it i know when i see something repetitively it's something that i need to look into but i haven't actually done my proper homework on it i've kind of just reflected on it in my own time so i'd love to have chats about that but i hope you all have the best week right make the last week of october count do some great things keep growing hold on to the good let go of the old always do your homework heal your bloodline love you guys bye